I'm Marnie Nesher, publisher of the Central New York Business Journal, and would like to welcome everyone to our latest CNY Business Journal interview series. Please stay up to date by viewing our website daily at cnybj.com for the news and impact that the coronavirus is having on every business in Central New York. Subscribe to the Business Journal if you are not currently a subscriber by going to our website, again, at cnybj.com. Now I'd like to introduce Steve DeMeo, president of Mohawk Valley Edge, located in the heart of Rome, New York. Steve, thanks for joining me. It's a pleasure to be here. So for those unfamiliar with Mohawk Valley Edge, if you'd give us a brief breakdown of what you do, what, who are you? Mohawk Valley Edge is a private not-for-profit corporation that was created to uh, pretty much work closely in public-private partnerships to uh, support job creation and economic development activity in Oneida County, and uh, we also collaborate in Herkimer County as well. So you shared with me um, when we talked a couple days ago that you are busier than ever when most businesses have been on hold. So tell me, what are you up to? Well, a lot of what we're involved in right now is uh, as a result of a lot of several announcements that were made last year. So uh, those projects are proceeding. Either they were underway last year and they're, you know, they're, uh, under uh, construction this year, uh, or have just been uh, launched for this year here uh, as well. So things like the Cree Project in Marcy uh, and the SUNY Poly Campus, uh, Orgel just broke ground on a brand new distribution center over at Griffiths. Um, you know, the Air City Lofts, which started construction last year, that's located at Griffiths. Uh, that's a mixed use uh, residential commercial development project. They have plans for phase two, which is uh, an additional development. And then we have a couple of building uh, construction projects that uh, either are nearing completion or will get underway uh, sometime within the next 30 days. On top of that, we also have what we're all facing, which is COVID and uh, the impact that's had in terms of uh, businesses either not in operation or uh, are reducing their operational capacity to meet uh, you know, guidance factors. So we are dealing with uh, that aftermath as well. So it, it, it seems as though things are, are moving along in terms of uh, continuing. You haven't had that, that break. It may, you may have a, a longer deadline, but you haven't had pullback as of right now in terms of your projects. Well, I think everybody's impacted to a certain extent. Everybody's either dealing with you know, the potential for supply chain disruptions. Uh, many businesses are operating with uh, reduced reduce, uh, worker densities uh, to conform to uh, state guidance requirements here. So there is an impact. And obviously on a national and global perspective, there's obviously an impact on, on the global economy. And in the U.S. economy, obviously we're looking at you know, a major unemployment uh, spike. You know, today they just announced that unemployment for April was 14.7%. So, yeah, we're all impacted by that. And it's going to take some time to, one, deal with, uh, with COVID and hopefully the aftermath of that, as well as the economic disruption that that has caused. So when we talked a few months ago, um, after that you received the commitment from Cree, businesses were actually contacting you about the region. Are you still getting those phone calls or have they stopped? Uh, nothing's really stopped. I mean, we still have inquiries here. I mean, obviously everybody is taking a longer term 
perspective of the economy. Uh, everybody's obviously focused on careful review and monitoring of their 2020 and probably 2021 uh, CapEx investment uh, requirements here in their plans. Uh, but we still have conversations with the companies that are uh, you know, interested in what the free project uh, represents and the potential for additional um, expansion within New York State. So, but it's gonna take some time to work through all that. And like I said, we're probably looking at next several quarters of uh, dealing with a lot of the bumps in the road with the economic dislocations. And hopefully by the end of the year, uh, you know, we have a better, more stable foundation on the global economy and the national economy, which obviously will filter down to uh, here, uh, here within the region. And um, what about colleges and universities? At the time, they were becoming really important to providing students and training for your workforce as you were expanding. What do you think is going to happen now? I mean, we know that education is struggling with how they're, what the next thing is for them in order to open. Well, it's still going to be integral to uh, all types of uh, business development activity and uh, business expansion activity here. So, you know, obviously uh, all of education has been impacted. You know, the closure of college campuses obviously had some impact financially as well as just the disruption. Um, you know, the colleges are working in terms of their ramp up plans for, you know, uh, commencing uh, fall enrollment here. And, you know, a lot of our business development activity is gonna center around having the ability to have the partnerships with the colleges and universities to support uh, worker retraining and, uh, and workforce development activities. And are there any tech companies in the Mohawk Valley um, region that are working on technology to combat the pandemic? I don't know if directly. I think some of the underlying technologies uh, probably have supported uh, things that we are all dealing with uh, these days, such as uh, teleconferencing, uh, telemedicine, uh, you know, a lot of the uh, uh, underlying information technologies, uh, but I'm not sure directly as a result of COVID that is happening. There's some businesses that are doing some of the PPE uh, supply uh, to support uh, healthcare. Okay, and UAV technology, which is important uh, for both the Mohawk Valley and CNY in general, do you foresee any major expansion as drones are being adapted for social distancing solutions? I think uh, the underlying work in all of the autonomous technologies, including UAS technologies, will continue to, to, to grow. And uh, you know, obviously as retail trends are changing, so the logistics and distribution will, will play a role. So that obviously will factor in both on the potential for UAS technologies to supplement the distribution of goods from a warehouse to a point of location where somebody can pick up something they purchased, as well as on ground transportation, delivery vehicles, uh, you know, eventually that's going to be autonomous technologies, probably uh, driving the fleet of, the, of ground transportation uh, vehicles that will service uh, uh, logistics for, for retail and other uh, types of businesses here. So I think UAS has a bright future. I think uh, some of the things that are happening at Griffiths and the partnership that exists uh, between the Air Force Research Laboratory and Ida County, uh, SUNY Poly and the Griffiths Institute on the Open Innovation Campus is exciting. That really is gonna provide the opportunity to replicate labs that are currently within the 
AFRL footprint, replicate those facilities over in an open campus environment and uh, help work on some collaborative research and development in a non-classified environment for things like machine learning, artificial intelligence, and quantum computing. So I think that just provides new opportunities that hopefully will have far-reaching uh, positive economic uh, impacts here for uh, Central New York and the Mohawk Valley. So my final question, I always love to ask everybody, no one can tell us for sure what's going to happen, but what do you see with all of your experience and what's going on right now to the, to the Mohawk Valley region in particular after this pandemic is over? Uh, well, I don't know what the, the word over means. Right. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, obviously short term, there's economic impact. Uh, the things that we have in place that are uh, that are, are underway are important to the long term uh, economic development of the region. So we'll keep uh, uh, pushing those and getting those completed and uh, hopefully uh, successfully rooted within the region. Um, I think longer term, the underlying fundamentals for the region are on the right track. And I think it's uh, it's a question of us. Uh, executing on what's on our plate, as well as working closely with businesses uh, on long-term economic development uh, uh, opportunities. I do think that out of, out of this pandemic, I think that some of the offshoring and some of the supply chains stuff will probably have to be revisited. I think you may see opportunities for, uh, you know, bring in onshore uh, some activities here. So since I think the pandemic has exposed some of the vulnerabilities that the U.S. has in terms of uh, uh, being able to support, you know, things that are necessary for healthcare workers, of course, responders and general society. So I think there probably will be a revisiting of that. And uh, hopefully with that, uh, it does help uh, right size and provide some opportunities for things to come back in the U.S. Agreed. I, I hope that that is true. That would be helpful and it'd be helpful for us locally here as well. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate you spending some time with me. I know how busy you are. When some of us are still sitting at home, you are hitting the phones and having a lot of conferences, trying to get the Mohawk Valley region up and running again. So I appreciate your time. Everyone- I'm sitting at home as well. Correct, <laughs> <laughs> I think we all are. Everyone, please stay healthy during this challenging time. Um, every one of us has been impacted, but we will persevere as a community. We are resilient. Thank you for joining me. Thank you.